Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. Again. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Paperless Podcast. I'm your host, Pablo. I'm here with, of course, Adrian and Yo. Curtis. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then, but not just us. Oh yeah, yeah. But first, let me explain why we haven't like posted anything in a while because it's been like how long? Like a month or more? Yeah. Yeah, well, we yeah, lost sure. our cloud. yeah, we lost the cloud. But I was busy with college, then with work. Then I went on a vacation because of my birthday, uh, but now I'm free. So they live in the basement. So now we're back. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, so we are joined by Weston from Weston Hal Weston Hamilton. Uh, so how are you, Weston? That's me. What's up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Weston from West. Yeah, I haven't done this in a long time, so you're going to have to forgive me. I That's okay. That. That's great. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I call him Weston from Weston Hamilton. He's fucking Weston. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking dumb. The Weston. The Weston Hamilton. Hamilton from yeah, WH Labs. Yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Labs. That's, there that's go. Uh, around square. There we, go. we didn't put enough budget into the research for them to know that. <laughs> right? Yeah. What? No. Yeah, around square is like uh that was just one of I don't know, I would I would consider it just one of my faces. No, no, it's not even. No, no, no. It's not, there's this. There's a. There's a misconception that like I own a round square that I run a round square or whatever. Yeah, that's what. Um, that was the thing so I was going to ask. Back in the day, um, this was probably 2016. Um, I was hell bent on landing a a gig with somebody some anybody any company whatsoever i would i wanted to film somebody's kickstarter video like make the video for their kickstarter for a deck of cards and i found the around square page and the guy who owns it matt he lives in canada he's a creative powerhouse he's just a genius he has never done cardistry before to this day he doesn't do cardistry he just <laughs> thought it was <laughs> thought it would be cool to just make, Got it. make a cardistry deck and i message his main thing is the is the beglary the 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 two beads on a string right yeah and um he eventually you know he sent me some cards and i made a video for the deck and he also sent me the you know the beglary beads and he was like you know you should check these out i think you'd really like them whatever and um Yeah, it's all uh, it's all history from there. So after that, you know, whenever he would come out with something new, I would just I would make a video for it. And so um, that's I mean, to this day, I think the 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 first beggar video that I made for him back in 2016 is still my most popular video on my YouTube channel. So I'm very thankful that I found Mr. Uh, Mr. Matt Hybert there in Canada. Okay, so you are not the one that sent me like a brick, right? Um, because someone from around Square sent me a break a long time ago. Okay, flex. <laughs> there, were, there was a time. Were you doing renders by chance? Yeah, I was doing renders. Yeah, so there was a time when you know he was coming out with this with the second version of the the concept deck, and um, I told him that i thought it would be cool if you know he sent some decks out to people that were you know doing these 3d renders and stuff and you know get some media that way because again he doesn't he doesn't really do cardistry and i felt like i had already like you know we had done the angle of you know let's just film a solo video which and it ended up being that me and will also just ended up making, just making another video for the hell of it because they're just you know it's just it's just fun to make card videos so um but yeah we send um We, I must have 
I sent him your page or something. I think we had some sent to Eddie Kava as well. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah. So, yeah, good times. Um, okay. Actually, uh, hold uh, on. Hold on. Before yeah, we, we say We went anything. on a weird tangent. Yeah. So, actually, uh, for people who don't know you, um, how would you describe yourself? Like, just who are you, just in general? Yeah, okay, this is present yourself, resume. basically. Present yeah. yourself. Okay, yeah. hello, everybody. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Weston Hamilton. <laughs> I am 21 years old. I will be 22 years old tomorrow on the 16th. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Happy birthdays this year. Huh? Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Um, I... How do I describe myself? Um, I'm a bit... I don't know. I'm a bit um, introverted. I definitely enjoy my alone time. Uh, I sit inside my room and I practice the things that I enjoy doing. Um, and lately that's been um, music and things. But in the past, obviously, it's been cardistry and beggary and skill toys. Um, WH Labs is the small business that I started in 2016. Um, just been making things as they come because i just i have a my hobby is collecting hobbies is what i like to say and whenever i find something new that i like i have a bad habit of trying to monetize it like instantly just figuring out you know how can i what's the angle on this and so there has been anything from you know cologne to leather goods to playing cards to beggary to you know now worry bricks and things and um it's just it's very very fun um i try to couple that with having somewhat of a social media presence with the youtube channel and the instagram and things but um i just really like working with my hands and learning new things i guess very cool nice ever since i uh, first uh, stumbled upon your page pages um i noticed that Right, this this guy's like shit. You know, he's doing everything. You know, um, so many products, and you really found a way to like. Do you have like a background in like marketing or advertising or any of that? Because you found ways of you know you made you're making a cookbook for card nerds. Oh yeah, like yeah, we have to talk or, about that. <laughs> you know, um, all the different accessories that you do. Like, there's good ideas. Right, Thank you. you just keep coming out with bangers, um, you know. Um, but yeah, like how that just come naturally, or I mean, um, you know, we all love money, but you you, you know how to actually, you know, <laughs> uh, well, make stuff. I don't together. Go that far. I I do. I always, I always give it my best shot, and I've had a overwhelming amount of flops where I just look back and I'm like, why on earth did I feel like? Like I could, you know, I don't know. I just feel silly sometimes, but it's, you know, I think the biggest thing is just having the, just just being willing to, to try really. Cause there's yeah. you know, a lot of people, I think everybody has great ideas. Um, and I think. And not so, and not so great ideas like the noodles deck or like the freshman deer deck. Those suck. True. <laughs> Hey, all right. Let's not let's not shame people here. <laughs> slander, yeah. Um, man, uh, I think I don't know. I've I've always just kind of been like that. Um, I remember. I think I talked about it in the uh, the the humans of cardistry post that I did, which I I, I kind of wish I would have talked about something else. <laughs> Looking back on it, but. Um, I think, uh, you know, when I was little, I would just, I, I would go to the mall on like the weekends and I would just like draw pictures. I must've been like, you know, seven or eight. I would just draw little pictures and obviously they were garbage, but you know, I was small and I could get away with it. And, you know, I would just like, you know, my goal was to, I would, I wanted to sell enough drawings so that I could go and buy the Taco John's that was there at hey. the, uh, at the mall and so i would you know that was like my payoff at the end of the day was those potato lays i don't know if anybody's ever been to taco john's but dude those those potato lays don't mess around man it was it was a hard day's hard day's work but um, the, like the first the first electric guitar that i ever got um i had 
I was using my mom's like boyfriend at the time, like had a guitar. And I lived at this house that was right next to a park where we would have this festival in my town and it would happen every summer. And so you would have to walk past my house to get to the festival where, you know, there'd be music and things. And I would sit outside that house with a little hat when the, that festival came around and I would just sit there and just play guitar. And dude, I mean, I, I kind of made a killing my first year doing it. I, I mean, the next day I went to the, you know, the music shop and I got my first electric guitar. So Dang. I don't know. It's just, it's just been... Um, Always been a hustler, then. I yeah, so. you've been making bank. Sure, so. yeah. Always been a yeah. That's great. You, do you have like a lemonade? You were the type of kid to have a lemonade. Yeah, stand. to have oh, a lemonade stand, for bro. Sure. For sure. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that'll be twenty five cents if you want a straw. Um, yeah. Forty cents if you want <laughs> oh ice in God. it. Right. It's been sitting out in the sun for a while. Yeah, that was yeah. you. But yeah. I respect it. I respect it, bro. I really yeah, I re- yeah, respect. Actually, um, out of curiosity, why did you decide to make like a cookbook to go with cards? Because I know it's really like two different subjects and like normal people wouldn't think about it. So why would you mix them together? I'm just curious. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's like it's been funny because I've been it's been a big learning experience because I've got you know, I got the pre-orders that I needed, thankfully, and I've got the, the like, the shipment is here. I'm able to, like, you know, hold, like, a book. It's just crazy. And I've been giving them out to, you know, just everybody that I knew. I went, I drove back to my hometown. It's like, you know, I live in Springfield, Missouri now. And I come from St. Joseph, Missouri. It's like a three and a half hour drive. I went back and I just brought a ton of them. And if I knew that you still lived in St. Joe, you got a cookbook on your doorstep basically you know i just wrote a little note whatever and um for the few people that i did catch you know um you know i don't obviously none of them are are cardiff in any any fashion but um you know i was just sort of i was met with you know sort of enthusiasm but like you know understandable sort of confusion (laughs) and so um you know I was, I'm, I think the, the, the point of it is a lot easier to explain to card guys like you, you guys are, um, without having a personal connection to these, these decks of cards and things. Do you, are you familiar with what I was like trying to accomplish? Cause I can talk about that as well. Yeah, go ahead. So basically, um, in the, introduction i sort of talk about how the book came to be and it was basically i was just talking on the phone to will one night and um i i just i I love bouncing ideas off will because he always just shoots me down and so it's part of my creative process is finding how to appease will (laughs) usually if i can pull that off then i think i've got a pretty good you know i've got a, a winning product um so that's yeah, that, there you go that's that's another good piece of advice just find somebody who <laughs> will be find very man yeah find a very harsh harsh critic and then figure out how to please him if you can please your harshest critic then you know you can you know you got uh you got a good foundation there but basically i mean it was just the fact of like you know this is not what you do this is not what wh labs is about like you know like what are you what he was basically just like what are you talking about why do you want to make a cookbook and so i so instantly my brain was just like okay so so how do i you know if my main thing is is cards which i guess my main thing differs depending on who you ask because there's a lot of people that i think still follow me just for regular even though i don't practice it as much anymore but um i decided to settle on cards because that's what i'm most comfortable with and um basically the idea of the book is to more than to teach how to cook which it does but it's it's more of you know what other than just sight and sound and feel what other of the five senses can we use to sort of immersify the cardistry experience you know what because in my mind, when I was thinking about it, you know, when we, 
especially you know with the Fontaine trials and things being relevant right now, when we're making our solo videos, you know, we make so many stylistic choices about how we present our our art form. It's you know it comes down to the the music that we use, the even the outfit that we're wearing, you know, the colors in the room, everything. And so I I wanted to take it one step further and suggest, you know, what if we could incorporate things like taste? You know, what's when I think about this deck of cards, you know, what other things do I associate with it? Like instantly my mind associated Japanese flavors with the anyone red dots. That just that connection made sense to me. It's just, you know, I don't know if it was just from, you know, the videos that they make where they're, you know, they're going to these Japanese restaurants, restaurants, eating ramen and things, or, you know, another one that's in the book is I decided to pair Black Fontaines with street tacos. I felt that street tacos made sense because of, you know, the connection. Frankie. That made with- because Frankie. Frankie the scammer, the Mexican scammer. Oh, I'm think, Mexican, so I can talk shit about my people. Okay, so don't worry. I was thinking when I think of Black Fontaines, I make the connection to Fontaine Fam instantly. That's what Black Fontaines represent to me. Is that sort of that era? And yeah, Frankie. You know, <laughs> I can see that, or how you would think of um, slights and green Fontaines. Uh, and associate that with the Minty Boys video. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 as, well. Uh, yeah. that as well. I was thinking yeah. of, you know, black like Fontaine Fams is just like, you know, it's just like street life in LA. It's like, you know, it's the big city. Yeah, it's city yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're hanging out with your friends. Like, you know, street tacos are very it's a social it's a social food, you know. You get it with buddies, really, typically, and yeah. you know, I don't know. I, it's listen. It is entirely possible that I'm the only one that this makes sense to. But again, it's no, just it, that, it makes sense. Yeah, so it, it does. It, it makes sense. For, well, at least for me, it does. It makes sense. Yeah. And what yeah. I what I like is that the tacos you made are actually like tacos, tacos, not like fucking crunchy tortilla taco that shit is bullshit that's not a taco that's shit a proper taco is like corn or like how do you say the other the other one adrian yeah flour corn or flour tortilla that's a that's a proper taco oh yeah listen we could get this entire podcast could be talking about just tacos i mean i could talk for (laughs) Don't, I'm just saying, don't get me started on talking. The Kitchenless Podcast? I mean, bro, no, tacos, no. Run, tacos run through my blood, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's a whole yeah. ass documentary on Netflix about tacos. Um, really? Yeah, it's like the different... The, each episode is like a different taco, and it shows you like the different street uh, like vendors and how each each of them does the same thing, but like slightly different. It's a whole thing, but... um. Yeah, yeah uh, but, you know, the best tacos are here in Mexico. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, bro, they were invented like of two, course. three miles away from you. Um, yeah, actually, but, true. Yeah. Back to the, back to the bigger point. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. I definitely, I, I totally understand what you're trying to, you know, conceptualize and explain here because I'm very, like, my memory it's very associative. Like if I listen to a song, it reminds me of a <laughs> person, maybe a specific person that was with me while the song was playing. Oh no, my God, no, this guy, no, do not time. get started with that, bro. No, but if, I, if I see like, you know, uh, being real here, like if I see a deck of cards, like for example, Stripe, you know, the average, you know, two brain cell human will look at the oh, cool wavy design. My three brain cell brain will go, whoa, <laughs> you know, that's the video Oliver used in Cardistry Con 2016, 2017. Um, and that's when uh, Tobias was in dealer's grip and like it brings back all these like memories. So it's like more than just the design to me. It's the whole vibe around the deck. Um, same thing with like OG checks. Like it makes me think of anyone's first video. The fact that it's their first deck, right? So it's way more than what meets the eye, in my opinion. Yeah, which like, is, and like no. when you are using Saturn, it reminds you to Frankie. 
Okay. Yo, can we invite him, Loki? It's a one-hour roasting session. I remember one time, like two years ago, I found his new account. He became a photographer. Yeah, he's not using cards anymore. Yeah. Rest in peace, Frankie, bro. Like, why you had to scam for like two thousand bucks? Anyways, uh, back to our (laughs) our main topic our our guest um just out of curiosity which is your favorite recipe in the book or association Um, honestly the so there's i was kind of you know just i mean i've been working on this thing for the idea for it probably since november i think i actually started work in january um i've was trying to consider the fact that you know, I imagined that most of my sales would be from just people that I know personally and not necessarily um, card guys. I'm hoping to do, you know, I'm going to bring a ton of them to the next cardistry con and just to see what I can do there. But um, I think it's a hard, harder idea to communicate without having to, you know, it, it, it seems easier now because I'm here and I can actually talk to you and explain it to you. And I think that's what's a driving factor behind just sort of understanding like what the fuck I'm doing. But it's like, I was trying to think about how a, a layman would perceive some of these connections and things. And so without, you know, like we were just talking about, you know, Oh, this video reminds me, or these cards remind me of this video and, you know, et cetera. And um, obviously those, anybody outside of cars, you wouldn't have those connections. And so I was trying to think of, you know, I've got two of them that are sort of very cardistry connection based, and then two of them are a little bit more um, sort of the history of this deck of cards, where it comes from, who designed it, and then make connections. Yeah, or like more iconic that layman can like understand the connection right. between the cards. Right, yeah, like you, you have two decks that are like more cards history focused and two decks that are more like iconic pieces like the win and the tallies exactly yep and those are the two those are the exact two that i'm talking about so the um i'm really i guess i guess i'm most proud of the 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 win chapter because the win chapter you know i to, uh, to be honest and this is this may be embarrassing to say i don't know how much you know the average card guy knows about the the uh, the decks that they use or whatever but i had no idea that the wins were even like i knew that they came from like a casino but i didn't you know i just that's about all i knew um and so during my sort of research phase on all this i was you know learning about where all these cards came from obviously i knew where the the red dots and the fontaines came from but um the the winds came from the uh you know the wind <laughs> the wind casino really in las vegas right and so i learned that there was i was already wanting to do a steak recipe for the for the winds there was just something something about it just seemed very to me wins are just they're luxurious you know they're you know they're not cheap and they're hard to come by and you know it's yeah. just, it just it it's feels like, like, a, like a treat, that, that's know? what i was about to say that i like that for each deck you use something that is actually like monetary type thing because tallies are super cheap and to be honest chicken is like the cheapest meat exactly. you can get uh, so the tally hole recipe is chicken and the wind recipe is like a steak and a steak it it, it means luxury and yeah, yeah 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 i love that it's a yeah i think it's uh, there's you know to each their own pretty much it's you know it's, i think i think they they fit well in that regard um but i learned that the one of the best or like most coveted restaurants i guess on this resort was the sw steakhouse and it's ran by so this guy. Nice. The head chef is Dave, uh, David Waltzog. And um, he's like revered as like the king of steak, basically. He like, he's ran a ton of like famous steakhouses. He used to run Michael Jordan's steakhouse in New York City. And so like once I learned that, like I was already going to do a steak. And then once I saw that, it was almost like 
you know, it was like being in the matrix kind of, I was like, there's no way that this, you know, this, this random connection that I made in my head to, you know, I could, because there's tons of, you know, luxury that, you know, kind of had a, like a caviar thing, you know, or like a truffle, whatever. But in my head, I was thinking steak. And then I just, you know, I just come to learn like by coincidence that like this resort has got, you know, the, like the king of steak, like head chefs is just, it was just crazy. It was a crazy experience to figure that out during like the research phase. And yeah. it just made and like, like, I like to be honest, like the caviar or truffles plate, it will be with Jerry's. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. It's just that oh, my yeah. mind is wandering and pondering all well, this. Well, that's, I mean, dude, that's, that's part of the fun of it. Cause it's, you know, towards the end of the book and like the, like the closing thoughts section, I, you know, I encourage like, you know, this is, you know, this is just scraping the surface of what I think. Cause it doesn't have to be just food. I mean, you know, I think it's, it's just, it's a fun thought exercise, if nothing else to just consider like, what else does this, you know, what does cardistry remind me of? What does this deck remind me of? And you know, the, the, the first one that comes, comes to mind, like when you talk about this is, uh, the sushi's relationship with sushi. That's the 606. Yeah. The 606 yeah, relationship with that's sushi. A, oh, that's that's, that's like the first thing it comes to my mind. That's a great one. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there are a lot of decks that, that come to, comes to my mind. Like I remember I made a photo with, uh, the BCA V3 and I called it diet because when I see that deck, because it's green, it reminds me to salad. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I made a photo related with like salad and like wood and stuff like that. So I can see the connections you, you make with the decks and like food. Right. Pretty cool. Like there are a I lot of things. Appreciate that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that was pretty much the gist of it. I think, um, you know, I think the, the book itself is, is meant for more of the, uh, the cardistry aspect of it. There's little, um, at the end of each chapter, there's like a, there's a QR code that you scan and it takes you to my website and on yeah, my cool. website is where I give a more in-depth sort of instruction on how to actually prepare the food and it's you know i was just it was mostly just trying to that's so smart it. oh my god yeah like add more traffic to your website so people can use your stuff ink? yeah like print yeah, that was, oh my god that was the main ah. thing i was just like it was i was trying to figure out a way to keep my my page count down and keep the production cost low while still god know. he's so did, did you did you study cards, any, anything to, like, yeah to publicity and stuff yeah, bro. <laughs> did, did you study any of this like did you do you have a major in like publicity um, or something like that you know i i am in college um all of my buddies are already graduated and stuff and i'm kind of bummed out about that because i took like i took a year off because i just felt like i wasn't Same. learning anything and um, and then I got my first full-time job and I decided that now I have even less time. Like it just, it's, it all of a sudden seemed hopeless that I was ever going to be able to achieve, like having a business, whatever with like, you know, just not earning much and working all the time. And so, um, you know, we're, we're really out here trying, I am, my major is entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, okay. of we course, can tell. Of we course, can we tell. can't tell, bro. We can't tell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm finally at a spot. I'm literally, I'm in a summer class right now. It's the, and it's the, it's the last course that I need before I can finally take my college of business classes. I haven't had, I can't, I can't honestly say that I've had any formal education on entrepreneurship because all the only things that I've been able to study thus far are just my gen ed. And so, I mean, if you, if you want to know anything about, you know, America pre 1800s, I got you, but you know anything else it's like, good old never mind, never mind, never mind. stop uh, it adrian do not do not say that back in the battle times no <laughs> stop so yeah um very interesting more you know yeah so um you said that you're basically like well 
Well, you're basically retired from cards now, right? Kind of. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think I just suck. I think your flow still looks good. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's. I don't know, man. It's like, uh, I mean, I do. I do have a deck of cards sitting next to me, and I've got. It's more of just finding. It's I. I have to ask myself sometimes, like the reason, like. You know, it, I think just in terms of entertainment, I think it's important to ask, like, why are we here? You know, like, what's what's the goal? What's the purpose? And to be honest, I don't think that I find as much fulfillment in the creative process in this. Like I said, I've been I've been uh, for whatever reason, I've just gravitated towards music lately. And it's just can it's. You know, it's just taking another slice out of the time that I have in the day to make things, and just the you know I'm I'm not because I'm not if I was like Matt who owns a round square dude I think I could probably be, I mean just on top of the world he's just a bottomless pit of creativity it's just I don't know how he does it but you know I I am not a bottomless pit of creativity and I think I've only got maybe Tomorrow's like a pond. Yeah, out in the sun, <laughs> completely dried out. But sometimes, yeah. oh, that's me. That's my business. That's misprint, bro. A, a pond in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you gotta revive misprint. I will. I will. Uh, eventually. eventually, yeah. I just need to send the prototypes, and I'm ready. That I, I actually posted something in that account like a week ago or something. I lost a prompt on a, I. I I I lost like 50, 50 followers or something just from a post. Yeah. Damn. That account is dead, bro. I need to revive that account. Just like this podcast. But, um, <laughs> oh my God. We're back. So that's that. Um, yeah. But man, uh, speaking of, what, what next on game next to you? I'm just curious. Uh, I have like two bricks, but right now I'm using the the Origins by Cardistry Touch. Damn, Pablo, um, I didn't know your name was Weston. So Weston, what deck <laughs> oh, do you have next to you? I want to repeat this. Oh, you said Weston. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm using. Uh, I'm using uh, Split Hounds. From it, nice. Right that's that's really nice. That's just the deck. Yeah, since we're all sharing, um, I'm using Louisiana's right now. Bye. Come on, Ravy. Hey, shout out Linus. We have to get yeah. Linus in the pot. Yes, sir. And then Gray Echoes, but I haven't used those. Okay. We have to get Daniel and Curtis. The other wow. Curtis. Oh, they can oh, give us like oh, what, five minutes and... of being on the podcast. <laughs> You know, I thought you meant like the C4 Curtis and Daniel, not the Lotus in Hand one. No, the no, Lotus in Hand. Cool ones. The cool yeah. ones, yeah, exactly. Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. Um, what deck do you have, Curtis? Uh, using these Fourniers. Okay. Fourniers? Yeah. Yeah, a Spanish deck. Uh, super thick. Yeah. Uh, what else? It's just uh, the only valid game? choice. Yeah. Um given the fact that you're as we've previously established, uh hustler and overall pimp, I would have thought you'd be more into magic, because that's that's where the money is. You know? he, he, does, well, he, he does but, magic uh, sometimes. No, but like uh I wanna go all the way back. So you you told me you you bust with a guitar. You know, right. uh bust with uh you know, imagine like you know the classic. Hey, can you pick a card if I find they give me thirty dollars in your social security number. Or, <laughs> oh my god! You made a tutorial. The hostler control, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> no way, bro. There's no way you know about the hostler control. He's going way, way back. <laughs> I mean, oh, the way back. Here, here's the thing. Curtis oh. does his homework. Like, yeah, so he, he went. <laughs> Super, like, man. He, I think he even knows where you were born, bro. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Hostler control. 
<laughs> yeah, that was my that was my foray into the premium downloads for Magic tutorials. Yeah, um, that was it's just like a silly like bottom steals, basically just like a cherry control, but with like a spread, and it goes to like the fifty first position, whatever. Bruh, I, I swear. Was, Everybody's made their own version of the tier. <laughs> I know. It's good, dude. It's, Hold on. Uh, I'll I'll post it's a, a link classic. in the chat. Yeah, there it is. The shit. Yeah, I mean, let's I be real. The share control that. is unmatched. Yeah, I mean, yeah, share control beautiful. is all in almost perfect control, man. It's oh, so smart. I so I did do magic. Um, that was let's go. That was how I started all this, yeah. this wonderful existence that is being a cardist. Um, I um, I was into it in like grade school. Um, oh. and oh, way back. Yeah, and but I stopped probably in like I don't know seventh eighth grade, and then I didn't start again until maybe freshman year. Um, but I was fortunate enough to have met this guy. His name's David Sandy, and he he does shows at the Magic Castle sometimes. And he has a house in St. Joe, where I'm from. And oh. whenever he came back to St. Joe, he would have dude. This guy's house was unbelievable. He was like just as soon as you walk in the door it was just like magic memorabilia just everywhere i mean the like the huge like 10 foot tall posters of like houdini and stuff i mean oh, he was super, one of those. super into it and he literally had a revolving bookcase under like underneath Damn. and you would go through this bookcase and there was like a tiny like like theater basically it was like it was just a very small room but with like you know the red curtains and like the spotlight and then there was just like a close-up card magic table and then like a row of chairs and he would just have these like professional magicians over maybe like once a month and you breezy you ever saw your breezy <laughs> no i never did shut out you breezy. Breezy. Like, um I mean, it was, you know it's it was just guys like from kansas city area and we would all just come together and just jam and just like work on new effects and things I was like 15 at the time, and these, you know, I was definitely the the youngest one there. I mean, by a lot. Yeah. I mean, these guys were just, I mean, killers. And I just, hey, I was, mom, I'm hanging out with these 30 year olds, but we're just doing a little <laughs> magic. It's I mean, dude, I'm not gonna lie, man. Young West was was holding his own there. I was, you know, because yeah. I had the cardistry. They didn't, you know, they didn't have oh, yeah, any yeah. concept of what cardistry even was, and so they were they like, were just they were like just having old hits. Back. Call it. They probably did the thumb check where you can't see like any other any other numbers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, eventually, I got I got to the point where I was comfortable enough, and I guess David was comfortable enough. I would I would start to open his shows in St. Joe. Whenever he came back, we would do you know just whatever the event was. There would be like the opening of a hotel, or we did you know fundraisers all the time. And so I did get some good you know some good mileage, so to speak, on doing. You know, walk around card gigs and stuff like that. So, did uh, did you got paid for any of that, or he was doing child exploitation with you? No, yeah, no, I was, um, yeah, I was, I was paid. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Good time. Back yeah, in the day, probably give me like three dollars. Even if I work. wasn't, dude. Like, I mean, that's. I mean, it was just. It was, you know, it's it's hard to find that that. You know, it's it. You know, it wasn't a thing like exposure or anything. It was more of just like just getting. That's how you get good chops. Is is doing shows like that really? No, um, I, I I hate when people say like, yeah, I can pay you exposure. Yeah, I I do not eat with exposure. Adrian, yeah. Ex exposure do, does not pay my bills. No, I thought mm. I was on a hot streak this one time because I I got my first gig. Uh, this was I think a couple back at this point um i got my first gig and then word on the street got around and by that i mean my grandma told my neighbor <laughs> um, yeah so you know since i ran the streets but that's besides Shout the point out, and uh, yes sir but um she and then my neighbor she told her friend you know she has kids so first thing you think of kids birthday party she calls me up 
Hey, yeah, so I've heard that you're really good. You know, you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, I actually have a birthday party, and there's going to be a lot of adults there, only about five or four kids. Could you do a show for us? I'm like, yeah, yeah, so uh, this is my price. Um, and I didn't give her, like, a ridiculous price. I just gave because, like, it would be – it would have been my second ever gig, but the fact that I said would have been lets you know where this is going. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're, uh, I let her know my price, and I let her know, hey, I could be there. She's like, all right, for sure. We'll be giving you a call back. Never called me back. Yeah. And then my neighbor tells me, hey, uh, you know, why, why didn't you do the show for free? That would have been great to get your name around. That's stupid. You oh, want my me to, God. This you want me to waste gas, money, time, energy, and patience because I can't deal with a child unless I'm kicking them on the curb? <laughs> Like, I could never do a show for free, and especially kid. Basically, exposure is cringe. Yeah, I think think (laughs) the the ratio of, like, what you're paid versus what you have to put forth, especially for kids' birthday parties, dude, those are brutal. I mean, nobody here is going to blame me for that one, for sure. Yeah. I I have never done a kid's show. I have never done a kid's show. Like, I always... Like way back when I used to do shows, I, I it it was always like young people, people my age, or like older people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, never kids. So I I, I do not know how hard it's to. I've had that internal that. dialogue so many times because my magic, I don't do thirty-seven color changes and then a vanish. I will do a cartoon possible location, a mentalism piece, something that makes you. You're mind blown. That if you're a kid, you would just go, huh? You know, and yeah, there a is a lot more business. Point. Yeah, if you're doing kids shows, here's this for like 50 kids shows. Shit, I could go out, put a listing on Facebook, band kids show. But yeah, that. That's and then the I heard thing. this example from it was Armando Lucero, one of his DVDs that I definitely did not pirate. <laughs> I heard him say, "You're really gonna train on the piano for 30 years." And then get hired at a restaurant to play background music? That's literally the definition of me doing a kid's show, bro. No, but yeah. here's the thing. Hold up. Here's the thing. I, I heard from, like, well-known magicians that I know <laughs> that kid's shows are where the money sit. Exactly. Yeah, because, but... like, there are a lot of gigs for kids. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, but I, yeah. I, Dude, if I were to do a kid's show, all I got to do is go to like my local magic shop, buy like three or four things, and then bam, easy show. But And easy money. Exactly. But I want to try. You know what I mean? I, don't, I feel like it, it would be a waste, not of money, but of dignity. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the kids show isn't as cool, is it? It's David Blaine isn't doing kids shows. You know what I mean? It's like there's no. He's David. Sure, he did at one point, but like, um, see, yeah, that's just the thing. You know, I I, sure I could get my name around, and you know, there's a whole. Oh, if you do a kids show, you can go to the adults after and get out your business cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure, but. I hope somebody gets how I feel in regards to... And you're to... getting the bread. That's the most important part. I'll think about it. If you guys see fucking my business card in two months and it says kids entertainer and mentalist, <laughs> you'll know I, I, I hit the bottom. I, I will know because I'm the one that designs your yeah, fucking exactly. cards. Exactly, yeah. I'll, I'll hit you up in a few months. Like, yeah, can you put kids entertainer? Can you put kids before that? that yeah, that's fine. You know, um, but yeah, <laughs> sorry for going on the rant. I'm just, yeah, that was yeah. that's a weird tangent. Well, hey, man, let it out, let it out. You know, it's what? just yeah, I can't afford therapy. Uh, it, it, <laughs> you know, the cover three free sessions, and but yeah, that's besides the point. Um, Weston, uh, so I have a question. Like <laughs> going with all of this, I have one important question. Okay, I've what got a very important answer. What happened to Swatch playing cards? Damn, um, so yeah, there it so is. Okay, Swatch playing cards, right? Um, here's the deal. This I have a question Ooh. for you, right. and no, okay. it's you know it's it's behind us now, and I would like to know what people thought of them really. 
because you know i'm looking back on them they're you know i think they're cool i think it's not it's it's not a monumental you know achievement in terms of design or anything but i think that they were fun and i think you know the there was good camaraderie around them especially at that cardistry con but you know what did you what did you think about the deck do you think it's worth pursuing swatch cards any you know anymore i mean me personally uh everyone that knows me and knows myself i like them because they are weird they are unique and they remind me to misprint so i like that aspect uh that they are something you don't see every day do i feel that is like perfect or like completed not really right. i i know that you can do more to enhance the feeling of the deck and like the look of the deck but overall i liked him i i i actually was going to buy some like a few weeks ago uh don't. yeah i like them no yeah don't they're i a friend of mine sent me some um they I mean, when he didn't even get his own deck and well no uh, <laughs> no i sure didn't i'm mostly just ashamed i just i wish that i would have just kept them as my own project if i'm being and that's real. your definition that's your kid show moment right there yeah, <laughs> i mean I don't know, man. Every once in a while, you're. Yeah. I just. You gotta do a kid show. I don't know if it just. I don't know if I just wasn't wasn't confident that I would be able to pull off a Kickstarter. I don't know if I. I mostly just wanted, you know, at the very least, I just wanted the achievement under my belt that like I've got like my own like licensed deck. I just felt like I I needed to just secure something because it was like I just. I don't know if I'm being real, like, I don't think that anything that I do is going to work ever. And when I was yeah. offered, from, when I was offered, when I was, you know, when Murphy's approached me about it, I was just like, I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it is still kind of cool. I do wish they would have turned out better. I wish they would have, you know, I don't know. I should have known, dude. Murphy's is just a death, the death wish, but. <laughs> okay, hold on. So you sold the deck to Murphy's, right? I did. Yeah, I licensed the artwork out. How do you do that? Because I have this deck that I I have been trying to get oh, rid of, like, and like oh Brian, I I need the plug. I need the plug for real. Right. He's been trying to sell it to like uh freaking card cuts. Uh, yeah, I, I have cards. been trying been to sell that thing to every fucking one, bro. Like even to Kevin and he said no and like bro I yeah. just need I just need to sell that shit. What? <laughs> well, is it shit or is it you know? No, 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 it's good. It's good. Everybody it's good. Wants it, I'm not assuming it's you know. Uh, it's well, good, but like it, here's fine. the thing. Ke Kevin told me that it's not his style. Uh, as said, said it's not his style. Car cuts never got back to me because i didn't send because uh aldo was the middleman i never sent the files to aldo uh so yeah that never went through well, so yeah, garbage is not usually a lot of people's style um, oh my god this guy is good i made it so it's good freshman year playing <laughs> in sessions Right. That's true. If Freshman got funded, then like that deck will get funded. Okay, well, to be honest, the saddest part, the saddest part was the the trailer that Murphy's did for the uh, the palette oh. playing cards, not SWAT. Palette yeah. playing cards. I, oh, oh my god, god. dude, yeah. you can't imagine the heartbreak. Like it dude, was dying every time. <laughs> Somebody, oh, it was like the Godfather. It was like, look how they massacred my boy. Like, yeah. oh, God, so um, true. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, obviously they couldn't they couldn't use the the swatch. Yeah. Like, man, they had to rename it. And so, um, why? It just, it, well, it was just. I mean, or no, I don't think it was that. I think it was. I think I just told them that they were called pallets so that I could. Oh, keep okay. So you fucked up. Yeah. To. So, so you goofed yourself. Yeah, you fucked up. Okay. Well, did I though? Because now I've I've still got the option to keep Swash Blank cards as the brand. Kind name. of big brain, actually. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Well, fuck, you're right. 
big brave moment. You know, if at the if if I was if I was just gonna be a total bastard, I could be like, Palette's never heard of him, bro. Like swash yeah. swash, 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 swash for life. Yeah. Yeah. I Good mean point. Yeah. Good point. The the uh the jig is up on that, obviously, but I mean, yeah, dude, swatch. I've got. I still have a, a soft spot in my heart for Swatch, and part of me, you know, wants to design another deck. And I've got like ideas for them. But oh, man. It just it if, feels like I've got ideas for everything, and I just don't know what. You should release that stairs deck, dude. If, if you if you want to do like a second version, you know, I'm here. Collaboration with misprint. <laughs> Collab with misprint, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I was because I was wondering like. You know, at the end of the day, like, is there anything stopping me from just pulling up my Photoshop files and just pulling a Zach and just get the paint bucket tool out? Like, no, I mean, you're no, literally no. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not sure uh, how that how licensing did you, did you works. Sign, did you sign any contract? Um, I want to say yes. I would have to look at it, but I don't know. But. You know, all, saying that, you know, again, like I said, it's just, it's not in terms of what I'm capable of as a designer. I mean, I'm nowhere near, you know, an expert, but like, I feel like I can do better than that. You know, it was just, that was just an idea that I had. And I, you know, I think I executed the idea as well as I wanted to, but the idea itself, I mean, it's just, you know, but sometimes, you know, that's the, the thing that I enjoy is, is simple things that work really well. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that Swatch worked really well or that it was like a smash or anything, but like, you know, just looking at things like dots or like, you know, the 606s, like sometimes it, it really, it, obviously the biggest one, Fontaine, like it doesn't take much, you know, I think people overthink design sometimes. It's, you know, it's more about how you so present true. it and who's behind yeah, it. True. Branding, you know? Yeah, it's, it's branding and hype. Yeah. And like uniqueness, like the success of Fontaine, it was because they were like unique at the time. You know, there, there weren't that many decks that were super simplistic at the yeah. time. It was, it, it was mostly uh, Illusionist and Theory 11. Yeah. Also, Zach was just kind of the cloud daddy of um, the Theory 11 forums. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah. this has been like something that's been bugging me for a long time. Did you actually make a Swatch branded condom? Oh, no. so that was, yeah. That yeah, was, I um, remember that. Dude, I was literally, I was sitting at this one. Now, so this was, this was like right at the peak <laughs> era of like, dude, fuck school. I'm done with this shit. I was sitting in the middle of one of my accounting classes and I was on this. Um, it's like, uh, I'll have to send you guys the the page for it. I think it is I think it's literally called Black Market or something like that. It's just Oh like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them. Yeah, yeah know it's them. pretty popular. You might have already seen it. But it's 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 one of his like free like downloads. And so I just yeah, like, the just like this would be hilarious. Yeah. I'm just gonna like download this and just make the make a swatch condom. But dude, I had such big plans for swatch man. I had this um I had this idea for it was like a a a bracelet now you, I don't know how far your research went, but does anybody remember when I was making bracelets out of playing cards? Oh, this no, was didn't go that way, way, way back. This oh, was before God. I had a website. It was the the hmm. the idea was called Wear Your Deck. I think I barely Wear remember it. It's it's like really really far away in my head. It's Parker. Parker thinks it's hilarious, and he still has his that he bought way back in the day, and he'll bring it to CardistryCon if he knows that I'm there, and you know we'll we'll wear the wear your deck. It was basically just like it was a it was a paper bracelet that was made out of playing cards woven together, and the idea was that like when you're filming a video or whatever, like you know you. you it's, that sounds kind of hard. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. When you're like shooting the video, obviously like the main focus of the video like is your hands. You know what I mean? And so like. Um, obviously the, the bracelet will be in shot, like no matter, you know, what the angle is. And I just thought it was, yeah, it was just a goofy idea. It was just like, you know, you would have like a matching bracelet for your deck, whatever, but it was kind of, it was branching like off of that idea, which never, I may, I sold, I think one of them. And I think it was just a Parker, <laughs> if I'm being honest, that was one of those, that was one of those, those ideas where it's like, what, what was I thinking? But shout out Parker. Yeah. Shout out Parker. Dude, Parker. I'm telling you what, man, Parker. 
is the goat. He's he will literally support anything that I do. And the I mean, only man featured on BCA without being featured on BCA. which Parker Parker Mitchell. So. Yeah, Parker Mitchell. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We both go way way back. Like he's, he, he's he used to guy. be in like my company. Just shuffle the cards, like mm -hmm. bro. Like how many years ago? Like six, seven years ago? I don't know. Yeah. It seems he's. It seems like he's got that relationship with everybody. Everybody knows Parker. Everybody loves him. You know. He's yeah, just, he's so chill. He's, he's real nice. Um, but the so I was gonna do this like swatch bracelet, and it was gonna be the you know Will and I have this three D printer that we make like our bricks and our beads and stuff with, and I was wanting to do this like three D printed bracelet that was basically like it just looked like a mini swatch kind of. And it was like it was going to be four pieces and they all click together. I mean, there's literally it was we went as far as we have the little like the the STL files for this. Like we could <laughs> we could print these if we wanted to. But, you know, after the nightmare that was palettes, I was just like, fuck this. We ain't <laughs> we ain't doing that. But it was like four pieces and it would like click together. And it was, you know, the the colors of the swatch deck. And so you could like you could pick how you wanted to like put it together. You know, that basically, sick. we would send one one of each color for each piece, you know, and so you could build it however you wanted, kind of like how the swatches, you know, they've got different colors. Yeah, a different arrangement of the colors. That's sick. Yeah. And so it was just like a thing that you could like wear, like while you were filming a swatch video. I don't know. Damn. I mean, that sounds He's got really it cool, all, bro. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like you guys say that. It's like, oh, that's so cool. Bro. But I can guarantee you that nobody would buy it. Buy it. Yeah, nobody would buy that. Nobody. I mean, no way. Depends. Okay. Okay. If for, you did for, like a like a basic me, color one, like let's say you you drop one of those interchangeable bracelets, mm -hmm. and you put like the gray from dots, the 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 purple from the anyone showrooms. So you could like make your own to match whatever decks you're using. I feel like that could, right. you know, I, I'd get because then it could make one like for like, like red, uh, black bead, white bead, black white, black white, and then a red one. If I was mm -hmm. using OG checks or something, and they'd be like OG check reset, you know, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. that's, well, that's for, for me, it depends on one thing. Like I will support anything from anyone as long as shipping is cheap. And the product is not that expensive because yeah. there there are some Basically, motherfuckers like like charging fucking sixteen dollars twenty <laughs> bucks a deck <laughs> twenty bucks a deck and like shipping is like fucking thirty eight dollars I'm not paying that shit I I'm not paying thirty eight for shipping just yeah. because their asses do not want to go to USPC to USPS. Post, yeah USPS and they they want to use FedEx or DHL or some shit like that hell no so it depends on those two factors if Shout you make them playing cards for selling $16 a deck and then $10 shipping for a single deck 26 shipped like yep. I mean, anyways, the the, ship, the shipping of Linus was pretty cheap because uh it was flat rate so True. it doesn't matter Terrible. how many decks you got, it yeah. was ten bucks. Yeah, I guess. But, so yeah. Um, so going back to it, if you make it, you if if you make it, not cheap, but like not that expensive, and you it's have to thirty thirty two dollars, and like it's cheap shipping, I I I will probably buy it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things, especially with 3D printing. Like now that we have like our own, it's it's a, a whole lot cheaper than getting it done at like Shapeways or something like that. But um, it's just it's it's really hard when Will lives in Pennsylvania and I live here, especially yeah, during like the design like, prototyping process, because like he has to mail me everything before I can like test it out. And you know he's just as busy as I am. He's got school to worry about. He's got you know all this and so. Um, you know, we're we're mostly we're just saving money right now just for a big, big like bulk order from a machining shop. Pretty much. Speaking of products, uh, <laughs> at the end of the podcast, but I got the I got what I feel is the next best hit 
Next big thing in oh the car. Oh my god, this guy about to say <laughs> swimmers. This motherfucker about to say swimmers. No, 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 no. shit. Um, so I saw this on TikTok. This guy, he's selling our... Alright, probably you might have to cut this shit out because... Yeah, I, I'm going to blip <laughs> so much. We all need to sign a non-disclosure agreement on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, alright. I'm, I'm going to blip a fuck ton of this part yeah, because... Yeah. Listen, I mean, shit. Now you're the you're the guy. I'm the idea consultant and creative executive. Um, there you go. Let's make you something. Go. You know, no big labs. We're hiring. Let's go. I'll, I'll let this. I'll let this marinate in the back of your mind until you mm. hit me up. Uh, yo, bro. bro, that's a really smart idea. Yeah, because like, if you don't do anything, I might do it. So you say, bro. Yeah, and like. Bro. It's not that hard. Like you just you can trace a drawing, and then mirror it like on a on a thing, and they have these right. You just put the wool in there. You just trace along and bam. You know. bam. I'm just saying. Or you could like outsource it, but like you know, labor. It's a little bit more expensive. Yeah. yeah but, surely they just got it made somewhere. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. You got, you got, you heard it here first. That's all. I'm so, saying. should we end it now, or we should? Should we? <laughs> should yeah. we just... Consider cutting this part out in case we become uh, billionaires. Um, yeah, accidentally. Okay, oh, yeah, let's, our ideas. let's yeah. just like do the ending, and we will talk later. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Weston, any closing thoughts? Um. No, I mean, nothing in particular. Um, I have really enjoyed talking to you guys. Thank you for having me and listening to me rant about my nonsense. Um, I hope uh, I hope everybody goes out and picks up a pot and pan, learns how to cook something, dude. I hope uh, I hope yes, these runs take off. I hope uh, the what? Oh, we, we, what, the, what, the, what? The uh, I hope uh, the... I hope Adrian's idea there takes off. Um, <laughs> right. these, uh, I hope these kids' parties are are smash hits. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me, yeah. Um, Adrian the Bozo. That's what I'm gonna yeah, be. That's, that's what I'm Shout gonna be. Zach. Shout out yeah. Zach because it's Bozo alert. Adrian, yeah. But, right. Yeah, uh, that's it. I mean, yeah, just thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, uh, so thank you to Dollar Shave Club. No, no, we are, we do not have sponsors anymore. No sponsor for we, we never oh, had sponsors. Yeah. Um, we never bro, we had sponsors. Stop swearing to monetize this episode was sponsored by Around Square. No. Uh, <laughs> Square sta- around Square Space. Square by, Space. By WH Award winning templates. Yeah. WH Slabs. That's why everybody who's listening to this is actually getting a free PDF for Weston's new cookbook, right? Weston, tell them about that, right? Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Agree. Yeah, we work yeah. that out. Yeah, for sure. There, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Though, there is a there. I do have a free book on there. It's called um, On Beggary and Other Curiosities. It's about skill toys in general, and I do talk about cardistry on it. Um, it's pretty old. I should probably work on it again, but I think there's some good things on there. But yeah, totally free. Check that See, out. To the listeners, never say we didn't give you anything. <laughs> Other than <laughs> entertainment. We are going to link three things. The Holzler control, oh. the free <laughs> the free ebook, and your page. Okay. Anything else you want to bring traffic to? Sounds great. No, that's that's about it. I'm gonna have to figure out how to even <laughs> log back into my gum road. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, uh, yeah, of yeah. course. There we okay, go. so Washington, it was a pleasure to have you here. We Thank will you. definitely have you back. It was really Thank nice you. chat. Of course, are, yeah, it was good to meet all you guys. It, it was. You are uh, a really creative person, and I like that. Thank you. Um, so hustler, yeah, real <laughs> hustler. Hustler. I overall, pimp was the term used earlier. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, yeah. Overall, <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, next episode, I'll invite you to my yacht after I make this uh, good deal. Yeah, these we'll, millions. We'll, I'll, make, I'll make a drink, and we'll we'll discuss business. That's what we'll do. Of course. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, thank you, Curtis. Do you have any closing thoughts? Because you're acting like a character right now 
<laughs> I do no, because I lay all the groundwork for the questions, man. <laughs> I I'm the backbone. I may hold, act hold like a filler character, but I'm the backbone yeah. of this. Hold on. Why didn't you use any sound bites in this episode? Why would I? It's there's no it's disrespectful towards our guest. <laughs> I mean, when Adrian was talking, I saw pretty good opportunities to use some. You know, Curtis is like the guy who's handling the spotlight. Without him, we wouldn't have the show, but yeah, I mean, nobody yeah, knows that's who he true. is. That's irrelevant. True. Also, it's like, it's like a stuntman in like in exactly. a movie. Exactly. That's why you're getting paid. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing, um, but okay. <laughs> Hey, some good exposure, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bro, you're yeah. killing me. Research and development of my, uh, yeah, our friend Curtis. <laughs> okay, we need to send this. Uh, so, thank you, everyone, for listening to maybe the last episode. Well, no, we have one more left. Who's no. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, that no. guy. We have two more left. Who's who's the second one? What the hell? Uh, yeah. Andre, and the the other one is Alex. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I'm saying their Not names named. because because we actually have them booked on the calendar. You would know if you accepted the fucking calendar request. No, I think I deleted the email. <laughs> oh my god, this guy, you're a prick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on from that and finally ending the episode. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Paperless Podcast. Hope everyone is having a great day. Remember, you can support us by purchasing uh, any of the two magazines that we have. I will probably make another one soon. I'm not sure. I'm not promising anything, but maybe in the future. Oh, and stop Asian hate. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but stop Asian hate anyways. Uh, stop hate. Yeah, stop hating in general. And um, um, what else? Spotlight, Spotlight Man. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. If, if you want to support Weston, feel free to pop some Worry Breaks or his new cooking book PDF or, or physical book. Or... <laughs> Purchase the hustler control, or pirate it. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you have, I don't even know what I'm charging for the hustler control. I haven't uh, even nine dollars in five years. Basically, just learn the cherry control. Go ahead, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> the most ripped off piece of garbage. Credit oh to God. Tony Chang, inspired it's by Tony dollars. Chang. Dude, on a, hey, on a real note though, the I believe Will is literally printing the what should be the final design for the Worry Bricks right now, and I believe they will be available for pre-order in a, probably a week if everything goes correctly. But sometime, hopefully, sometime in July, Worry Brick pre-orders the second drop will be coming out, and after that is going to be something very very special. So keep an eye out for yeah. that. There you go. There you have it. Um, That's been it. Anyone else wants to plug anything? Have you ever need a kids show uh, entertainer in the Orlando yeah. area? A- Adrian DeBoso. Please uh, do not hit me up. <laughs> I need to get my uh, dignity straight. Oh my! But you know, when I run out of money, hit me up. I mean, coins, coins. Adrian so. RNST. I love it. All right. I love it. Okay, uh, thank you and peace.